This is David with Patch Turned Up, and we're here on our Facebook Live broadcast along with our podcast. Today, this is show number 50 with Help Desk with Joe. I'm here with Joe and Justin, and pretty exciting day as show 50 brings a lot into what we've been doing, and along with being able to have our show live, which we really appreciate. So thank you for joining us for show number 50. Joe? Yes, sir. Bicentennial. We're... Did you think we'd survive this long? Oh, I knew we would. It's just uh, amazing how they add up. Well, okay, the next question is, do you think anybody would actually listen to us this long? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that might be the better question. But, I think Justin's the reason that we're it's giving us a little bit of validity here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Justin, uh, just and for folks out there that aren't aware, uh, this is show 50, but really it's, it's a lot more than that because we've done this on many different formats from... Mm-hmm just Facebook Live to podcast, uh, just to uh, some radio stuff. And now we're we're in this format of podcasting with Facebook Live here out of Spencer, West Virginia. So we're excited about that. But um, we've got about eight years under our belt of this type of broadcast and help desk with Joe. Yeah, and I mean, we have grown and expanded so much. Because it used to be we used to do a show and it would be like a, just a quick tech tip or just a product review. And we've actually expanded our yeah. show. And so now you get the... Three news updates for each week, along with either a product review or, or something along those lines. But, and, uh, and our and our show survived 2020, which yeah. that that should get us a medal right there. That's amazing in <laughs> itself. Let me just tell you. All right, well, start us off right. I know you got uh, some stuff uh, with Microsoft. Go give us a couple updates with Microsoft. Why don't we start with the Microsoft Office All update? Right. All right. So, so Justin, I know you have an iPhone, but do you have an iPad? Nope, I do not. Okay. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah, so, I've never been much of a, I don't know, tablet or pad kind of guy. Either just use my phone or a computer or one or the other. I don't really mess with much in between. Uh, you're probably one of those, once you, if you would ever get one, then you'd realize, like, I've been doing myself a disservice for this long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like the tablet just because you can't type on it very well. Right now, if I had one with the keyboard, but then you got to pack it on the keyboard, uh, I just don't. I don't know. Actually, if you, my sister got a new iPad, and she got a case that had like basically like a laptop setup, had the little touchpad with the mouse. My point is, why not just get a laptop then? It's lighter and easier. Well, with what she does, she she's a school teacher, so with what what she does, it makes her job much easier. Um. But, yeah, I but mean, yeah. I'm I'm sure in certain applications it probably is okay, but I don't know. I mean, with my job, a tablet's not a option, but now right. I do find that there are times, like, now, when I would do security camera installs for customers, I do find that when I'm setting the cameras up and trying to look and see where the cameras are, a tablet yeah. is much easier to carry, maneuver, around, with carry you. around than it is a laptop and less likely to drop it and do, do damage that way. Yeah, yeah, I can see if you're walking around a lot with whatever it is, then yeah. Well, let me rephrase. Walking around while using it. Right there, you go. So Microsoft has finally unified the Office experience on iPad. So Microsoft Office, you know, with their Office Online, Office 365, and all that stuff, they had an app for Android for quite a while. It just said Microsoft Office, and you'd open it up, and then it'd have your Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and all that. Right. With the iPad, you had to go download all those individually. So Microsoft has finally put all that, boxed it all together, put a nice little package under, uh, as an all-in-one app called Microsoft Office, 
and it's available now on the iPad. It's been available for the last, it's been almost a year since they have announced that they was going to do this. So it's been a year, almost a year to the day that they have talked about it and finally have it out and available for iPad. So if you are an Office 365 subscriber or have an Office license that allows you to install it on your iPad, you now have a one app that you can download and handle all your Microsoft Office needs. Huh. So that's different than the iPhone in terms of the apps that you would use or same thing on a phone as a iPad? Well, I think they're pointing more towards the uh, iPad market since uh, most, I guess, I'm assuming most of their users are iPad users versus using on the iPhone. But what? But something I just didn't know about. I was surprised when I read that that they said that they finally brought, like the one one-stop shop on as far as the app goes, instead of creating everything individually. Because I just assumed that they always had that. Because usually, a- iPads the one that gets everything. But yeah. this time they, uh, they was late to the party. Well, you know, that's kind of been the theme here for the last couple months with, uh, you know, Apple. Yeah. They've been doing that with their phones. Now the iPads are finally getting caught up a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Yes, I mean, sir. It makes sense that you'd want to have that office on your stuff, but I don't know. Yes, so the, I don't use them, so I don't really right, affect me. Right. So if you are looking for those, it comes with Word, Excel, and PowerPoint all built into one app. So if you go to the app, the uh, Apple App Store, iOS App Store, just look at Microsoft Office and you'll be able to download the app and have all three products there available just to tap away. Huh. Are you a big Office user, Joe? Yes. I yeah. Actually, uh, Cena and I, we subscribe to Office 365. I absolutely love it. That keeps everything like synced across all your devices and everything yeah as far as OneDrive goes yeah and what I really like about it the way the way Office 365 works for anyone that's not aware is it's a yearly subscription which I'm one of those I'm kind of old-fashioned as far as I want to buy the license I want to own the software and I'm not going to sign up for a subscription you're not going to you know squeeze money out of me every year then here comes Microsoft Office And with with it, you pay your year, yearly subscription. I think we signed up early, so we got locked in at a lower rate. And I think it's like up to like twelve dollars a month now. Mm-hmm. But I think we locked in at eight. And but it gives you Office for up to five devices, plus and plus mobile capability, one terabyte of OneDrive storage. Oh wow! And within the year, so we're on Office twenty nineteen right now. If Microsoft releases Office 2021, we get that update for free. So we don't have to go buy another license. Mm-hmm. We just click update and we get it and we're good to go. Hmm. So there, there's kind of a, a trade-off on that. And when I seen that, because at the time I was needing a new copy of Office, Cena was needing a new copy of Office, and I said, well, because I looked at the prices and it was going to be like, about five hundred dollars to just upgrade our devices. And I said, "Well, at that price, like, we can get Office 365 and be done with it." Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that for several years now, and honestly, it, it's paid for itself. Yeah. What do you What do you think's in it for them? Were they trying to cut down on unregistered or un uh, authorized 
licenses floating around out there that people are stealing the software, basically, and this keeps everything more clean and in part, a database for them. They can see that this is a real person using this. And part of it, yes, and then another part of it is it's a steady cash flow mm -hmm. because if you buy Office, let's say you buy the home and student version, you pay 150 bucks. Okay, they bought your you. They got 150 bucks out of you, and a lot of people they'll run that until it just will not. I mean, they'll just transfer computer to computer, computer, computer to the point where they'll finally eventually buy a new computer where it won't run anymore, and then they'll have to go buy a new copy. But they'll run it forever, so they're losing money. At least this way, they have a constant, steady cash flow, and that's why a lot of these software companies are going this route because they have found it's it's a steady cash flow form. Yeah, Adobe was doing the same thing at one point I was paying for Adobe Acrobat to use and yeah they they was the ones that kind of was around 10 bucks a month or something like that yeah that's what West. they was the ones that actually started all this mm -hmm. and you know it's one of those if you use the software a lot then it's probably beneficial to get the uh, to pay the monthly subscription because I know with Adobe at least Photoshop you know the the if you try to buy the license outright which they don't even do that anymore but like before when they did it was yeah it was several hundred dollars yeah. at least to mm -hmm. get a license at least with now with the subscription it's cheaper plus you get the newer versions and all the updates all packaged in they used to have those dongle things that you'd have to plug into your usb that was like your little security device to say i had some software like that that yeah, you had to have the, the security key with a, it. Yeah. That was annoying. I have to plug something in to use a piece of software. Yeah, I honestly, I have not ran into that very much over the years, but now there are some customers that they've had older software, but it's really, it's not software like for everyday use. It's what they use for their business, that they still have those dongles, but it's been several years since I've had to actually deal with that with the actual USB dongle. Well, that we really went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying out of it. <laughs> well, don't you use uh, Office, Dave? I do, but it has nothing to do with me with the iPad. Right, right. But yeah, I use Office all the time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've, I have had customers use the open source versions like OpenOffice and LibreOffice and stuff like that. But just with what Cena and I use for so much, it's really hard for me to steer away from, from the Microsoft. Although I've, I highly recommend those alternatives because that's saving you a ton of money. But I've just used it for so long, it's hard for me to... That's We use it so much and so often. I mean, every day. Right. Every day I use it yeah. constantly. So, yeah, it's hard for me to go away from it. I'd never, never go steer away. I'm not going to have it on an iPad because I don't have an iPad. But. <laughs> we'll have to get you an iPad then put it on there. I'll pass. <laughs> I'll just keep my laptop. Did I hear you guys say something about a Microsoft Edge story? Yes. Yeah, that's that's update number two. As Justin led us into, Microsoft Edge. Joe. Okay, so my, So this one, I'm actually going to have to test myself, and I'm going to I'm going to put it under a stress test. I haven't tested it yet, but Microsoft is starting testing a kids mode on its edge browser so parents can now block or approve websites and Bing safe search will be active so Microsoft is starting testing on a kids mode in its edge browser to help protect children while they're navigating the web the company which created the mode primarily for kids aged 5 to 12 is rolling 
it out on to Edge Insiders testers in the development and canary channels. So you can enable kids through the Edge profile picker and you won't need to set up a child account to switch it on. As Windows Central points out, users will need to enter a password to exit the mode. You can set up an allow list of sites that your child can access and edit at over time. If there's a website your kids want to visit and Microsoft's tech is blocking it, as long as you're happy to let them browse it, you can add the exception. Kids mode uses Bing Safe Search with a strict tracking prevention and it offers custom browsing themes. Microsoft plans to keep improving kids mode by adding more features. So when I read this last night, Sadie's still uh, pretty young. She's four now. Right. And, you know, she has the Kindle Fire Kids edition, and and we, you know, that thing right out of the box is locked down to she can do very limited things, and it, she can do what she needs to do on it, and she's pretty tickled. So I'm not too worried about that, but I'm really impressed with Microsoft stepping up and saying, hey, we're going to start uh, adding a little extra layers of protection. So if your kids need to get online, especially with uh, all this e-learning, distance learning, stuff like that, that don't worry. Uh, if anything, best case scenario, you can keep your kids on task. Worst case scenario, you can protect them from accidentally running into who knows what online. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's it's trying to get me to use it all the time. Microsoft Edge. And, and yeah, I don't. Man, it's so hard to switch over. What's your opinion there, Joe? When Edge as a tech guy, what do you use? Chrome. But okay, I'm a creature habit also. Uh, when Microsoft Edge first came out, it was junk. It was useless, and <laughs> it was kind of the running joke in the IT community for years. It used to be Internet Explorer, now Edge. The only job there they was used for was to download Chrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, Microsoft Edge has updated it within the last year to the point where its its main engine and what it runs on now is based off of Chromium which is an open source version of Google Chrome. So basically, Microsoft Edge is just a Google Chrome clone now. We talked before about Chrome being kind of a resource hog. I wonder how Edge compares head-to-head -head with it. Uh, honestly, Justin, I haven't used it. <laughs> yeah, one, like sometimes uh, on my computer, like a PDF will open in, in Edge by default, and I won't notice at first, but then I'll be using it for a second. I'm like, something's weird. What's going on? And then... I'm in Chrome, or I mean, not in Chrome, I'm in Edge. Yeah. What's going on here? Get yeah, this the, thing out of here. Yeah, well, one of the big things I've ran into was the the PDF viewer in Edge. I had a customer that they had, uh, it was actually in a lawyer's office, or a prosecuting attorney's office. They had a 150-page uh, document they had to print off for court. They had to make print like three copies of it. And it was really weird. It would start printing, and then somewhere around page 80 to 85, it would just start printing garbage. And nine times out of ten, when it does that, it usually does it at the beginning of the job, not halfway through. And it usually means there's an issue with the printer. It wasn't. We narrowed it down. It was the Edge PDF viewer. Switch it over to Adobe. Boom, print it out. No problem. So, yeah. so that, that when I seen that, I was like, yeah, that's another reason why I'm not using Edge. But actually, before the show, Dave and I was working on his computer. Dave was having some issues trying to uh, access a website. And one of my troubleshooting things we ran into, Cena ran into last week, was she was trying to load Microsoft Office on a customer's computer. 
and try to use it in Chrome and it just would not work. Went to Edge, boom, worked just fine. Of course, Microsoft product, it should. So I was going to pull a trick out of my sleeve and show Dave like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I tried launching it and I told Dave, I said, here, let me try this. And I looked and I thought it was in Chrome, but we was in Edge. So Edge that looks so much like Chrome now, it's really hard to distinct the difference between the two if you're not really paying attention. I was paying attention and even fooled me. Yeah, and I'm not totally sure why I'm just stuck on Chrome. It's, I'm not like in what? love with it necessarily, but... I think it's familiarity and trust. All your bookmarks are saved. Yeah, I've been using it for so long now, I, I can't mm-hmm. fathom going away from it. Right. Get your whole like profile kind of saved in there, and it starts making things easier for you just in terms of... It already knows passwords for maybe some sites that you're not super concerned if somebody gets into I know, Jay, yeah. you probably wouldn't want to hear that, saving passwords in your browser <laughs> like that. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I like is it just syncs all your favorites and stuff like that, so when you get a new computer, you just log in, and boom, everything is there. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. And what, I mean, does Microsoft Edge offer something? Yeah, I think you can actually log in and import that kind of stuff now. Yeah, because I'm, I have, uh, I think you can. I wonder if some of the other browsers will... Incorporate a kid safe mode as well. I'm sure that at this point they would almost they, think. they would almost have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can't get left out of that. Can't be. Yeah, I was I was surprised and and like I said, Sadie doesn't use it, but I'd actually like to. Cause she's pretty. She's she's like me. She she likes to test the limits of stuff. So I'd like to set her down in front of it and say, okay, use it and let's just see what happens and mm-hmm. and see where where the caveats are. Because there was a few years ago, there was a, a three-year-old or yeah, three-year-old kid. He was playing his dad's Xbox, and his dad had all the parental controls set up. When all of a sudden, his dad walks in, and he's doing something on the Xbox. I had nothing that was way outside of his restrictions. And his dad said, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm doing whatever. And his dad asked him. He said, "Well, how'd you get there?" He said. Well, I just did this. And his dad said, you can't do that. I had the password on it. He said, oh, no, 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 no. And the kid just sit there and hit zeros and hit like the A button or X button to show zeros. And hit it like 50 times. If you did it 50 times, then boom, it would override it. And <laughs> it would completely bypass it. So they reported to Microsoft. And Microsoft had actually put the kid's name on their website as a junior developer. Because <laughs> he found <laughs> a flaw in their, their software code. The button mashing hacker kid. Yes, so that's why that's why I'd be interested to have Sadie just all right, see what you can tear up and, and let her fly yep. on. <clears throat> huh. Well, in your professional opinion, do you think anybody will give Chrome a run for their money? Now that Edge is running off Chromium, I'm anxious to see how they how this all pans out as far as people moving back over to Edge. And Firefox, uh, Firefox has always been right there with them. Firefox is in, like an open source community-based uh, browser, and they're always big on security as well. And they've always ran neck and neck with all of them. So between those three, uh, I'm anxious to see how it all pans out. Hmm. You really, you really can't go wrong with any of the three. Well, let me ask: Is there a reason to go away from Chrome? Personally, no, not at this point. Until they give me reason, otherwise I'm sticking with Chrome. Unless I mean, unless there's some computers a little slower, maybe. Yeah, I mean, 
They, it is, it's a known resource hog. Chrome is. I mean, that's my only issue with them. But at this point, I've I've ran Chrome for so long. It is, and and I I can navigate through Firefox no problem. But it's it's just I've been there so long. It's it's it'd be painstaking to, for me to move away. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's. That's the hard part. Once you're familiar with something, and like Justin said, you had all your bookmarks in there, why why go away? Right. But, but I guess Edge has to try something. Right, but I mean, since we're since this is pointing towards kids, they aren't they have it locked into their old their old ways yet like we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it would just be yeah, that's second true. nature to them. But I, I am impressed with Microsoft actually uh launching this kids mode. I'm anxious to see what all what all it offers and what's coming down the pike for them. So, so hats off to Microsoft. I'm actually impressed today that I am actually have some good news for Microsoft. Usually I'm usually bashing them overhead with a hammer. So so this is a good day. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I Googled it, Googled it real quick. Uh, this is saying Chrome is about 63% of uh, usage on all browsers. Safari second at 19%, and everybody else is like 3% or less. Safari. Who uses Safari? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I'm surprised. I'm shocked to hear that it's number two. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about a useless browser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Apple. And I'm not bashing iPhones. I'm just bashing the Safari browser yeah. itself. That thing's a pain in the butt. <laughs> huh. Interesting. All right. I mean, at one point in ancient history, the Internet Explorer was top dog, and then they just. I kind of remember out. Internet Explorer. I think I used it. All right, so I'm going to throw. Netscape back yeah, the I was going to say Netscape. Do you? I know. I'm sure Justin remembers Netscape. Dave, do you remember Netscape? Yeah. I mean, I remember it being there. I never used. It. I, I did Internet Explorer and then switched to Chrome. Honestly, and this I'm really knocking the dust off of this one. I don't think Internet Explorer really ever had a fair fight even from the beginning because I remember in school like the teachers and then going to the library like the librarian saying don't use this use Netscape Navigator it was it's so much better yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it, it, it Internet Explorer was doomed from go huh interesting <clears throat> alright well news update number three alright so last la pass yes last pass I don't even know what that is do you Justin say are you shaking your head because you know what it is Justin I do not know Okay. Never heard of it. Do you guys even listen to, to the to when I'm talking? <laughs> no, no. I don't know. It depends. Obviously not because this is what I've preached at you guys for last pass. Yes. Are you sure? The your encrypted password manager instead of saving it in your browser. I have one of those. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Well then. Because obviously you don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I have this feeling, guys. For some reason, I'm just talking to hear myself talk, just based on your both your reaction. <laughs> Justin, I was holding out hope for you, but hey, it, you it's two to that. one here, so I'm pretty sure you've never mentioned LastPass. <laughs> okay. Must have been two other guys who do a podcast. Right? It must be. <laughs> I'm almost positive I've never heard of LastPass. So you've never heard of this software that I told you that you need to use it to... You might have said there is a software, but I don't know that you said last That pass. it's a password vault where it saves all your passwords encrypted securely instead of saving it in all your browsers, and then that way it makes it easier for you to not use the same password on all the same websites. Is that any ringing any bells? Maybe. 
Uh, vaguely. Vaguely. Maybe. <laughs> That's a big maybe. Okay. Anyway. You guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Job security, Joe. Job security. <laughs> okay, so... This last... is true, though, because I probably text you once a month for a password for something. Yeah. Okay. Good thing you keep them. Because <laughs> I use LastPass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so explain LastPass to us again. Okay, so uh, LastPass is a secure and encrypted way for you to save all your usernames and passwords for all the websites you use instead of having to remember them or have your browser save them insecurely. And it makes it easier for you for security reasons. You're not supposed to use the same password on different sites because if one site gets hacked, you can also possibly open up the gates to letting them access all the other websites using the same password. So LastPass is your password manager that lets save all those and makes it easier for you to remember. They have two options. They have a free plan and they have a paid plan. So this new story is going to revolve around their free plan. They're making some changes. So LastPass's free plan will make you choose between your computer or your phone. So before, with the free plan, you could use your password manager between your computer and your phone, but they there were some limitations on what you could do with the software unless you bought unless you paid the subscription fee. So this is actually going to start on March 16th. So the big change is you can if you're using LastPass's free plan, uh, you'll have to choose either to use it on just your phone or just your desktop, and it will actually let you change. Uh, and wherever you log in first on that after that date will determine which you use either the mobile or the desktop version and you'll have three try you'll have three chances to switch it back forth between the two until it says okay you're locked into this platform unless you pay the subscription and actually guys I, we use we use the paid version and the subscription fee is not not that bad Right now, LastPass is offering a discount on their premium subscription for uh, $2.25 per month or $27 a year, and that's cheaper than their normal $3 a month for their subscriptions. Uh, you're locked into that cheapo rate forever? Or well, the, the, the $3, that, that's their high end. That's yeah. the $3 a month. Yeah, we've we've been on that for several years now. You said they're doing a discount? Yeah, two dollars and twenty five cents a month. Like a, a one year thing, or, or, or until they lock you. I don't know. I'm. It's seventy five cents. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. A month, yeah, but for. Yeah, all right. So, all right. Even so, twelve less than twelve dollars. So, years, you're saying like eight dollars. <laughs> so, so Justin, you're, you're really contemplating your security over eight dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about Dave and I pay each give you four dollars? Okay, I like that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why do I have to get drug into this? If he doesn't want to pay, don't pay attention. If he if he doesn't want to pay to be secure, then that's on him. That's eight dollars that he's going to okay, kick yeah, himself but you're for later. In the same boat as him's going. I had no idea what Joe's talking about. So that's your punish. That's your penalty. That's my penalty. I got to yeah. pay for Justin's annual fee. Hey, and y'all be glad I'm I'm not making you pay the full eight. <laughs> 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 oh, I have a feeling I'm paying it one way or another. <laughs> yeah, that's that miscellaneous line item you get on your invoice. And just pay it. And or just the question. mental anguish that I'll hear about for the next two months. 
if you just had that program I told you about, yeah. I think it's LastPass or something. So this this thing goes through and autofills everything for you? Yes. One master password? Yes. So the way LastPass works is you have one password to unlock your vault. And better be a good one. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you better remember it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only password you have to remember is the, the password to your LastPass. And then you actually set up two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. And so you have that password, and then you use your authenticator app to I've log heard, in. I've heard of that. You told me about that. Yep. And then once you open it up, it's all there. And so, like, for example, you go to Facebook. When it goes to the login screen, if you're using Chrome, you just install the LastPass Chrome extension. And when you get to the login screen, it'll have a little box with a number. Hold on. That's a good point. Okay. What is the deal with the Chrome extensions? Should you do it? Should you not do it? What's that mean? It's a very slippery slope. Okay. A Chrome extension is an add-on to let your browser do extra things. And this can be good. This also can be bad. It literally depends on where you're getting these extensions from and what they actually do. So they're different. It's not Chrome doing their own extension. It's an extension of another program onto Chrome. Right. So, for example, you can get some extensions to pop up news updates, or you can have extensions uh, give you weather alerts, or you can have extensions download viruses to your computer because it says it does this and it actually does that. Or in this case with LastPass, what it does is it sits there and monitors your browser session. And when it sees you get to a login screen, it'll look and check its database going, okay, do I have a login for Facebook? Hey, I, I have a login for Facebook. And it just automatically injects that information in. You don't have to type in your username. You don't have to type your password in. It just automatically pops it in. You click login, boom, you're ready to go. So that's where the convenience of it comes into play, plus the security of it's saved in LastPass and it's not saved in your browser. Plus, with it being on last saved in LastPass, you can download the LastPass app to your mobile device, and those passwords will be synced, and you can log in just as easily on your mobile device as well. What happens if you want to like? Let's assume you're at a new computer mm-hmm. or a different computer. Uh-huh. All right, let's assume I come over to your business, Joe, and I want to check my email real quick from your computer. Okay. LastPass has my password. How do I access it that way? Very easy. You, you open your phone up. Yeah. Go to the LastPass app. Be careful because you're on camera. I know. Uh-huh. And you just, it'll pull up here because now this isn't showing any private T- Type in your password now. We yeah. can see you. Yeah. <laughs> it has your list of your websites and all that. Yeah. And then you just click on that website and then you have the option to launch, view, edit, show password. So you just click show password and then... And then you'll have it that way? Yeah. Okay. So it keeps a running tally that you can access from yeah. your phone. Yeah. Even in offline, uh, make sure you check mark, have it saved in offline mode. So then if you're not connected to the internet, you can still mm-hmm. open up LastPass on that device and... Yeah. Will cool. it uh, generate passwords for you? Like make uh, yes. unique ones yes, to it, make all your stuff real secure? Different ones for every site? Yes. It has a random password generator mm-hmm. and you actually could go in there and say... Uh, you can choose the length of it, 10, 20, 80, whatever. And then you can actually have check marks if you want uppercase, lowercase number, special character, stuff like that. And then you just click copy password. And then when you're creating a new account, you just paste that password in there and click save. And then what's nice is when on Chrome, on the Chrome extension, or if you had the extension installed on any of your browsers, 
when you click save, it'll automatically pop up and say, hey, I noticed you created a new login for this site. Do you want LastPass to save it? Tell it yes, it's done. Or if you go and update your password, it'll pop up and say, hey, I noticed that you updated your password on this website. Do you want to update LastPass? And you just tell it yes, LastPass is updated. Yeah, Chrome's been bugging me for a while about changing my passwords, but they're all for sites that are, you know, I think we've talked about this before, sites I haven't been to for a long time and passwords I don't use anymore. Yeah, just don't do it. That password changes things, baloney. <laughs> yeah. Joe's, Joe's blood pressure just rocketed. <laughs> No, it's one of these. Uh, I'll get the last laugh because you will stand. Because when it, when you guys get hacked, I will stand. I will get my soapbox out. I will polish it up real night, and I will stand and I will preach a sermon. And I and you know, we're talking one of these. You know, snake handling. You know, get out the handkerchief and wipe a swift off your brow kind of sermons. I will preach for an hour at you, yep. <laughs> and you will sit through it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So if if you're not a user of LastPass, as my co-hosts are, <laughs> the other, uh, be sure that, like I said, they have the free version. So at least go try out the free version on your computer or your mobile device. And starting March 16th, uh, you'll have to decide between the two, or do like I am and and pay the three dollars or at the discount two twenty-five. Or if you can't catch the discount, three dollars per month. It's well worth it. It's a very small price to pay for security. I agree. And this is just based off my personal use. LastPass is not a sponsor or endorsing this in any way. This is just from my uh, own personal experience. Hmm. Okay. So, Dave, now, yes, are, is there any chance you're going to start using this within the six months, next six months, or am I just talking to a wall? Uh, possibly. <laughs> I'll say you got a fifty-fifty chance. And probably seventy thirty if I actually go down and create your account for you and yeah, and it'll, the odds will tremendously go up if you know there's, there's, a, techno there's a technology guy involved. Because <laughs> see, I I still have faith in Justin enough as like if I just we're sitting here talking about it, there's a pretty good chance to that Justin will actually do it on his own because you know I just talked him into doing the two factor authentication a while back. So I still I'm still holding out faith on you, Justin. Dave, I've already just throwing my hands up and going written me yeah. off yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I appreciate being brought into the future kicking and screaming <laughs> full tough, but I try to change my ways a little bit because the, the, the two factor it, I, it, it's not annoying but it is an extra step and I'm okay with it but it's pretty simple it's yeah literally just pops up in your phone yeah, it's just yeah. you yes or no and so it's not like yeah. you said, Jim, not too big of a. It, it, it's stuff. it's a balancing act between security and inconvenience. And convenience. It is a little inconvenient. You know, I will, I'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah, it's a it's a minor inconvenience. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, oh, it's the best thing ever, because I would love just to, you know, log in and be done with it. But on the flip side of the coin, I also understand the reasoning behind it. Just, mm -hmm. you know, just because I know people personally that have not set up, that did not set up two factor authentication, and they their Amazon account got hit and they had like $2,000 worth of charges and and it was all stuff that Amazon basically told you you're out of luck on like ebooks and stuff like that and they said oh no you paid for that and they're telling Amazon no I didn't and that was a whole ordeal so it's like you know if you'd have done what I told you yeah. 
we wouldn't be having this conversation. But I always end up with, but what do I know? I'm just the IT guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say that, Joe? <laughs> My mom could benefit from LastPass because she never knows any of her passwords. So that's, yeah. that's an issue sometimes trying to get into sites that she hasn't been logging into for a while. Well, and what I see a lot of people do is they'll write it down in a book, which is fine. But if you're, you know, wherever you're saving that, it gets broken into and somebody carries that off. I mean, more than likely somebody breaks in your house, they're going to steal, you know, like your jewelry and stuff like that. I mean, the likelihood of them getting your password book is very slim. Mm-hmm. But what I find is people, some people will write their username, write the password down. And if they change the password, they'll, they won't scratch out the old one. They'll just write the new one either above it or below it. And they'll just fill yeah. up this whole page. So then when I say, well, what's your login? Here. Here's a password, and it could be one of these 20 passwords. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be one of these. Yeah, I've gotten that before. She's like, well, it's going to either be this or this or this or this. And then, when you, then you find out it's none of those. Oh, yeah, well, that's the one I changed last week. Try this. <laughs> By that point, you've already locked their account up for two hours. Yep. <laughs> you doing a product review this week? Yes. And... I'm still stuck on locked out of your account for two hours because I've been there. Yep. You know, and then having trying to track back through and uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe there is something to this last pass deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe there might be some actual convenience to it. All right. So you guys ready for the product review? Yes, sir. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the Wise Lock. Wise comes up once again. Yes. Well, I got an email yesterday from Wise saying that they now have new colored smart bulbs. Really? Yeah. So not only can you get smart bulb, now you can get one with colors. So I was like, yep, so that's telling me that we're going to have to talk about Wise tomorrow. So I thought, well, might as well make it worth a while and, and do a product review on Wise. Yeah. It's the Wise Lock, is that what it's Yes. Called? I'm going to pull it up here, just take a look. Yeah. And you've how long have you had this, Joe? I've had this since the beginning of December. Okay, and I, I want to say that when I first talked to you, you said something about um, the batteries went dead quick or something? Yes. Was that the same product? Okay. Yes. Yeah, and actually, I've, I had that issue resolved, so we'll get to that. Okay. Do you so, have the keypad as well? Yes. I'm actually going to save it for probably review it next week because okay. it doesn't do a lot, but it would be a lot to try to talk about it and the lock. So the Wise Lock, if you, if anyone's not familiar with Wise, first off, let's get this out of the way. They are not a sponsor. We talk about their products a lot. We love their products, but they are not in any way a sponsor. Now, Wise, if you are watching or listening to this and want to sponsor us or send us some free products that to test we would absolutely love it and greatly appreciate it be more than happy to uh, provide reviews just throwing that out there (laughs) so the wise lock what this is it is a deadbolt lock that it's a smart lock right which gives you the capability to lock it unlock it control it with your phone or mobile device or a tablet like that and gives you the build gives you a lot more bells and whistles and here's what's really nice is you don't have to change out your current deadbolt so you only have to change out the inside component that's inside your house 
the, the actual manual turn the deadbolt, your outside part of the lock where you use your key and all that, that stays the same. So you mm-hmm. don't have to change out keys. You don't have to buy new keys. You don't have to change out the lock completely. You just change the inside component of it, and you're ready to go. Wow. That's smart. Yeah, that that's what sold. Well, I was sold on that whole idea, and then once I seen that, I was like, oh, that's, that's perfect. That was just icing on the cake. I was just thinking, we've got weather here. We're basically going through an ice storm. I was thinking, okay, uh, an electronic... Uh, deadbolt on the outside the ice storm freezes it up it might have some issues but it's on the inside it's not on the outside here right okay. well my biggest my biggest issue was going to be having to go buy a new key get new keys made and all that and i said oh this is gonna be a pain in the butt you know i'll deal with it but then said you keep your existing lock i was like oh that's great so then now if anybody comes up to the door that doesn't know about the new lock they don't have any clue because your old lock's still there and it still looks the same so Love that part of it. Yeah. It also comes, one of the other features it comes with, it comes with a list of features here, so we're going to go through all of them, has auto unlock capability. So it has a capability, so when it picks you up coming home, when it connects to your Wi-Fi network or based on your GPS location, it'll automatically unlock your door. So when you come home, you just walk up to your door, especially if you have an armload of groceries and don't have to fool with keys trying to get your lock unlocked and then in the house you can just open the door and it unlocks. It also comes with remote access. So for example, if I'm not home and Dave needs to stop out to pick something up or drop something off, I can he can call me and say, hey I'm here. And I just open the app on my phone, unlock the door, Dave goes on in, or says he shuts the door, I can lock it back or have it set to auto lock. It also has auto lock capability. Now this feature we use uh, and you guys have both seen it firsthand. Yeah. So you shut the door, the door automatically locks behind you without issue. That's one thing I really like about it. Uh, door position detection. Now this one is pretty neat. And when I first set it up, it was a little... I didn't really know what I was doing as far as trying to get it set up, so then I had to reset it. But the door position detection will notify you if the door has either, one, been left open too long... Or two, if someone broke into your home, you get an immediate uh, notification on your phone that says door jam's been, you know, kicked open or open or something like that. It um, immediately notifies you, hey, something's going on with the door. Yeah. It also has view lock history. So this is what, this is one thing I really like. Uh, Like I said, we have the keypad, which I won't get into too much detail on that, but... Uh, I can see who all has accessed that door because I have it set up for, for myself, Cena, my mom and dad, uh, Bethany that works for us. We each have our own ways of getting in. Right. And I can go back and say, okay, yeah, here's who came in when. I mean, it's, for us, it's no big deal, but it is kind of nice just the convenience of, okay, yes, yeah, so this person, this person, this person came here and here's the what times they came in. And it's voice controlled. So you, if you have an Amazon Echo, all you have to say is, Dave, use the trigger word for the Amazon Echo. Play that song? No, it's... Uh, A-L-E-X-A. Okay, Alexa? Yeah. Yeah. Hungry like a wolf. Full volume. <laughs> I get confused because we haven't done that one for a while. Yeah. I had to knock the dust off of that one. Well, I was thinking Siri, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. But, you know, hey Siri, hungry like a wolf. Full volume. <laughs> 
So we'll do both. There you go. Let's make hit, it hit all our bases. There you go. I don't have any of those. So what was the what's the other one? Uh, Which one? Siri is a Google one, right? No, Siri is Apple. Apple. For Google, you just say, hey, Google. Alexa's. The Echo. I see there, just kicked off my Google. Yeah. Hey, Google. Hungry like a wolf. Full volume. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, I can't keep them straight. I don't have any of them. I don't use any of them, so, you know, I don't care. So you can actually use the Amazon Alexa voice assistant to actually auto-lock or unlock your doors if you're inside your home without having to actually go get up and deal with it or open the app on your phone. Do you, you use that then, right? Is that what you're saying? No. Because I don't have... Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't yeah. have that. Okay. And do you also... like it? So, hold on. Go back. So, you do... Did you use the phone unlock like you have yeah. it? How does that work off of uh, Bluetooth? The phone... The lock actually... It comes with a uh, little base station that it plugs into electric outlet and connects to your Wi-Fi network. That's how it... So, it works off of Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So, if... And the lock itself runs off batteries. It runs off four AA batteries. Right. And that's where you and I was talking, where you mentioned that when I was having issues at the beginning. Yeah. So when we first got the lock, I installed it, put the batteries in. About four days, the batteries went dead. I thought, this is bull. Yeah. If I'm having to change by batteries every four days, I went. I actually went and bought rechargeables. I thought, I'm not spending a fortune on batteries. So I put those, those in, and I replaced them in December, about four days into it. And here we are. We're recording on February 17th, still running off those batteries. Did you put batteries in that Sadie had already previously used the first time? Now, these were fresh right out of the... Huh. So you think it's just bad batteries? I think so. I mean, I mean these were... These came with the, the locks. I mean, these weren't... Mm. And they were actually Duracell batteries, which shocked me. I mean, these weren't some kind of overseas import that you don't know what they are. These were actual Duracell. So they may have just gotten a bad batch. But it's has it connects to the Wi-Fi, so you can do it remotely or if you come home and find out your power's out which the way this ice storm's been going it'll actually connect via bluetooth so you can still unlock your phone or unlock your door with your phone over bluetooth if you come home and find out that your house has no power hmm. or you can always use your key as well so you're still so unless you just leave your key in the house and your batteries go dead i mean, I mean there is a a very small chance you find you still find yourself locked out, but it'd be next to impossible for you to find yourself completely locked out when you get home. Well, yeah, like you said, that could possibly arise if you left your keys and your phone inside, and it auto locked behind you. When okay, you yes, I've done that. Mm -hmm. I ran in that exact situation when I was hooking up the uh, keypad. <laughs> <laughs> I had my phone in the office, and I set the key down. No, I didn't set the key down. I left the key down at the house because I don't. I've got. I've got the key right here. So I set my phone on in the office and literally picked my drill up, walked out the door, shut the door behind me. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk, and so I walk in the house, and he goes, "Wait on!" I said, "Gotta lock the door." She said, "Don't you have your phone?" I said, "It's in the office." <laughs> I said, well, it's secure. Nobody can get in now. <laughs> so, yes, I have done that. And then but, she was able to unlock it for you with her phone? Or yeah, her? yes, yeah. she was asked, Yes, I told her, I said, get on your phone, please, and let me in. So she hit unlocked. And, <laughs> Did she make you do any chores first or anything? Well, well, I was putting in the keypad, yeah. so that was that was all I needed to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yes, I have, I have locked myself out. Having that keypad is a little fail-safe. Yeah. Probably a good idea. 
if you're a person that would do such a thing. Now it also has a feature called take out the trash mode, where if you go to the if your door auto locks, you can actually do a lock, unlock, lock, and unlock, and then it'll uh, just keep it unlocked for a certain period of time. So you can actually go out, take a trash out, shut the door, and then come back in, and the door will still be unlocked. Mm-hmm. So when we set it up, the setup is very it's insanely simple. Uh, you know, me being the, I'm going to do it my way and I don't need instructions. I pulled, I started installing the door and ran into a couple issues. Still only took about 45 minutes. And then I went back and looked at the instructions and seen where I was trying to put one of the panels, one of the mounting brackets on backwards. And once I figured I was putting it on backwards, it's like, Hey, this fits a whole lot better, but still with, it took me about 45 minutes. Like I said, with with me not reading the instructions so with that if you actually read the instructions and pay attention to the pictures why it's the same within 15 minutes install time 30 minutes at most huh and once you do that if you use you have to use the app the yeah. wise app which is free it walks you through the entire calibration which is which is extremely simple they want you to lock the door unlock it lock it again unlock it and that's to calibrate how far it needs to turn for the deadbolt and then for the door detection, it tells you to open the door all the way, shut the door, open the door all the way, shut it, and then just barely open it so it can tell you if the door's, if somebody's messed with the door or not. So the setup is extremely simple. Nice. Especially the calibration. So I had uh, one of the schlong, schlang, whatever it's called. Schlocks. Locks. Schlocks, yeah, whatever. One of those deals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like the key packs. I never have to carry around a key anymore. Right. But that's only applicable if you have, like, the newer style doors. Ah, yes. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. Yeah, Wise says that they're they're compatible with most... uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, you get all... Most deadbolts. Yeah, you can cut one in. Even if you didn't have one, you cut one in, it'd be easy to do. Right. Fairly easy, if you have a drill. Drill and a little time and know-how. Yeah, there you go. We were just talking about two-factor authentication. Um... That that's something they they show here on the website. So, you know, that someone couldn't, in theory, like come up with some device and hack your lock and open it because they still would need that. Yes, that's like you you might get it in the worst case scenario. You'd be in bed and something would pop up on your phone saying, "Is this you trying to get into into the house?" And you'd say no, and then <laughs> so. But still, that's a you'd have to have some serious. Hacking skills to even be able to. Yeah, they have. Yeah, the, something like that. Yeah, Wise uh, made sure security itself is is fully secure. They have they're using AES 128 bit encryption, which is a very strong encryption. They're actually using hardware encryption as well, so the lock helps the software stay stay secure. So the hardware and the software are working together to make sure everything's locked in and secure. And then uh, the two factor authentication on the Wise app. So only those authorized are able to use the WISE lock. So you have to actually use the WISE app. And then the two-factor authentication comes into play through the WISE app. Hmm. This says it's weatherproof. Uh, is that, in theory, you could put it on the outside of a door? Or would you, I guess you wouldn't necessarily want to. Yeah, there's really not a need to put it on the outside of the door. Now, that might be referring to the keypad. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, now the keypad, yeah, the keypad I have it outside and 
And so far through this ice storm and all, all that, it has stood through that so far. So so far, so good on that. Hmm. Nice. And the batteries are lasting longer. Yes. Okay. Pros, cons? All right. Pros. Pros. Roll out the pros, Joe. Easy. How easy it is to install and calibrate. I mean, I cannot stress that enough. I'm far from being uh, Tim the Tool Man <laughs> as far as... And and Bob Vila, I know the guy, but you know that I'm nowhere near those you know top level home. Now, home did you guys. did you already have a deadbolt hole you replaced? Yes. Okay, so yeah. you didn't have to drill or anything. No, I just replaced the inside lock of gotcha. my deadbolt with this. So if I can do it, trust me, there there's a very small chance if you're watching or listening to this that you cannot do it because trust me, I'm far from being a handyman. Yeah. And another pro is you're able to keep your existing outside lock so you right. don't have to fool with the new keys and all that so that was a big pro for me the auto lock slash unlock feature absolutely love cannot say any enough good things about it like justin pointed out the only issue i ran into is the one time i actually did lock myself out but <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but other than that i mean it cannot say enough good things about it and the app features uh hats off to wise on the app features the the lock capability, the unlock capability tells you the status of the door if the door has been o- is still open or shut. It gives you the history of who's who's came in and out when the door has been locked or unlocked manually, or someone's tried to access it. And it has, and I don't know if you guys actually heard it or not. If you've been out there and we had the door open long enough, but you can actually set a timer on there. So then, if the door's set open. For a certain amount of time, it'll actually start going off. A little little beeping noise will go off to remind you, hey, this door is, you left the door open. Shut right, the right. door. So you can actually set a timer on that as well. Nice. Can I jump in with one question real quick? Sure. I wonder, we talked about the wise band. I wonder, is there, is there any sort of sync with your band? No. Could you, like, sync it to your watch instead of your phone? No, there's no sync between it, between the, the band and the door lock but there is a new wise watch coming out so i'm anxious to see if there's any integration between those two okay so so stay tuned on that i don't have the wise watch but a buddy of mine is getting one he has one on on pre-order so i told him i said let me know when you get us it's we need we need to test it so yeah of course i'm sitting here talking like it's really expensive i think it's like 20 or 25 bucks i mean it's wise come on but still it's wise yeah <laughs> So those those are all the the pros on that. Okay, and your con list. The cons I have only have two cons. Okay, that makes it easy. Yeah, and one con I've actually experienced. The other cons what I've read complaints online about. Right. So the only con I've ran into is what I'm referring to as the door open too long glitch, and I ran into this twice, and it's a known issue because I, well, the first time I ran into it, I've experienced. I've, read where other people are experiencing the same issue. So here's what happens. The door's open. The door alarm goes off saying, hey, you've left the door open too long. And if you leave it, and that, that little alarm goes off for about a minute. Well, the door was open, you know, five, ten minutes after that alarm goes off. When you shut the door, the door didn't auto lock. Really? Yeah. So I was like, okay. I thought, well, I'll just lock it through the app. Open up the Wise app. It's, it says the door's still open. The door is shut. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'll just go manually lock it, unlock it, and that ought to free everything up. 
Nope. Still huh. says door wide open. So no kind of like auto reset then. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's weird. So I actually went through and recalibrated everything, and that seemed to fix it. Well, then, uh, two weeks ago, and it doesn't do it often. I mean, like I said, it did it. This makes the second time we've had it since December. The other uh, last, week before last, Cena and I, we walked out and shut the door. It didn't lock. And it was right after another, somebody left the door open too long kind of deal. Yeah. I thought, well, that's weird. So I thought, well, I'm going to try something this time. So I went to the actual keypad and put in my unlock code. And on the keypad, you actually can either lock or unlock. So I punched in my code and hit lock. Well, that it locked it, and that synced everything back. So I was like, hmm, am I just lucky that time, or is that the, the fix for it? Right. So I, I don't know. I, that, one I, that one I still have, have a question mark on. But the issue where... For whatever unknown reason, it goes out of sync, and you have and there's no guaranteed way of getting back in the sync. That's a known issue with wise with a wise lock, and a lot of and there's several people online that's reported there they've had issues with yeah. that. Hmm. Interesting. So it's not a big con, but it's just a minor annoyance. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you have to go through that a lot though, then that'll yeah. quickly become a big con, I think. But I mean that from what I've read, the people haven't experienced it a lot. Like it's one person have had it. Here's how. Here's what I did to fix it, and they moved on. So it wasn't like it was a constant issue, mm-hmm. but it, it is a known issue. Hmm. Interesting. So another issue some people are uh, complaining about is, and this I have not had issues with this. Of course, I don't use this feature. Is the auto unlock feature? Feature. I use the auto lock, but not the auto unlock. And some users are experiencing issues with the auto unlock. They'll come home, and their phone. Will connect to the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth and all that, but yet their door still will not unlock. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the auto unlock is when you come up the door with your arm load of groceries. Yeah, and yeah. Bang! <clears throat> you still have to <laughs> you have to set the groceries down and and full and hand, deal with that situation. So that's that's well. The other. When you get to that point, if it won't auto unlock, what are your options? Just keep head in. Keep head in. Uh, manually unlock with your phone or break out your key. And okay, so your phone will still manually unlock yes. it. Yeah. It just won't automatically Yeah, unlock. for some unknown reason it doesn't. It just won't auto unlock. It'll huh. still manually unlock it, yes. Interesting. But like I said, I haven't experienced that because I don't have the auto unlock feature because the way we have it set up, I don't need it to auto unlock. I need it to auto lock but not auto unlock, so I don't have that issue. Well, I'm just curious. Why don't you have an auto unlock enabled? Security reasons. Because where I'm using it, it's not... I have it at the office, and I don't want to come home and it auto unlock the office door. While you're not actually going in? Exactly. Gotcha. Because if I'm sitting at the house, I don't want it to unlock the office door. Gotcha, gotcha. And just leave it wide open. Huh. Okay. Those are the only two cons? Yeah. By golly. And only I've only had one of them, so we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, overall, let's get your overall feeling, overall rating here. Okay. So Joe's five star rating, based, famous yes. five star rating. Based off five star rating, guys, I got to give this one a solid four. Okay. I I so wanted to give it a five, but when I ran into that door lock glitch, I was like, yeah, this. Yeah, this anything is, like that's gonna take away from a five for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So wise, unfortunately. I'm gonna say, is this my lowest rating on wise on a wise product? <laughs> well, I, t- I know you had some four and a halves, 
on some stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I think this is the lowest rating mm. I've had on a Wise product. That's all right, though. That's a realistic. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, good. Yeah. But that, but that. You revisit and it doesn't happen again in six months. Maybe you bump it up to four and a half. Maybe. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, huh. But I mean, to get to, but hats off to Wise, though. I mean, for this to be my lowest rating yeah. yet and still four stars, I mean, that, yeah. that kind of stands behind their product. And what, what all do you have? I know you got. I have. I had the regular Wise camera, the version two Wise cam. I had the pan camera. I had the Wise band. I had the Wise thermostat, the Wise lock, the keypad. I How's the, the Wise thermostat doing? Uh, stay tuned for the review. Uh, no, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I'm tempted to get one of those. Okay, I'm going. Okay, Dave. So no spoilers. Yeah. But let's put it this way: I have not replaced it. I've installed it, but I, I have not replaced it with... What was that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I installed the Wise thermostat, but I've not replaced it with a different thermostat. I'll put it that way. Huh. You may have said this already, but about 100 bucks for the lock, correct? Yeah. yeah How the much lock, is the keypad? Uh, $20. Okay. So Should be the review coming on that. Yeah, so uh, $120 gets you set up with the whole gear, but if you want just the lock, the lock's 100 bucks. But I actually caught it... The reason I had both was I caught it on Black Friday. They had it for sale. If you bought the lock, you got the keypad for free. I was like, well, there's a no-brainer. So that and Cena said, yeah, go for it. So that was... <laughs> if you're like a busy person, you're like coming in and out of a place that you want locked a lot. It seems like it would be a big-time uh, convenience and make your life a little easier. Just If you're like leaving once for the day... And then coming back once and locking them. Maybe it's not as big a deal, but still a nice thing to have. Right. Well, in our with our setup with our office, like I said, we have Bethany works for us. I have her set up with her own access, so I don't have to worry about yeah, making nice. an extra key and, and leaving a key out or all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's the she, key under the flower pot people used to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so from this is Carrie alone, and that way I, she has her her access to get in and out of the office that she needs and yep. you know if Cena and I for whatever reason aren't there and she needs to get into the office she's freely to do so and so it's very very nice nice okay well that's a good review and it wise has always been some of our favorite products which uh, is great to see I, li- I really like their deal but if anybody has any questions as we get closing in here on our podcast they got any questions for you Joe how they get a hold of you you give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. And for all the show notes and all that, I've been working on all of our show notes for our old episodes. You can go back through and look at our show notes and links and all that under our AM Digital Technologies blog. So be sure to check out for all that. Or be sure to subscribe to us online. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at AM Digital Tech for all that. Or be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with Dave and Joe. Be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and anywhere you can find your favorite podcast. And if we're not on your favorite podcast platform, let us know, and we'll be sure to get it added. There you go. All right. Well, you've been listening here in Spencer, West Virginia, to our Help Desk with Joe show. This is show 50. Big five O. Big five O. So next landmark, I guess, will be a hundred. But um, we'll keep plugging away, and we're here with Justin and Joe, as always. And thanks for tuning in here to Patch Turned Up, our internet radio station, along with all the other stuff we do. And of course, the show is sponsored by A and M Digital Technologies, our local hometown business here, taking care of all our technology needs. 
And uh, we appreciate you tuning in this week. So we'll be back next week for more. So thanks for joining us. And uh, stay warm, I guess. Stay safe on these slick roads. It is wintertime. And uh, I don't know. Next week. We have any precursors to next week, Joe? Hard to tell what will happen in a week, though. Oh, yeah, as far as news goes. But I think next week, as far as product reviews, we'll cover the Wise keypad. Ooh, okay. All right, good deal. So there you go. More Wise coming your way. All right. So, again, this is David, and I'm here with Justin and Joe. We're tuning out until next week.